The virtual CISO moment is brought to you by VCISO Services, a leading provider of quality and experienced virtual chief information security officers for small and mid-sized businesses. Check them out at vcisoservices.com. Hi, good morning. I'm Greg Schaefer and welcome to the virtual CISO moment cybersecurity quick strike for Monday, April 10th, 2023 from SC Media leaked U.S. secret NATO-Ukraine war documents were likely altered according to experts. As the Pentagon investigates the leak of classified war documents on social media, security pros remain skeptical that versions of the documents are a disinformation campaign. Quote, Russia has tried to undermine confidence in the Ukrainian military with disinformation delivered through a variety of schemes, said John Hultquist, head of Mandian Intelligence Analysis and Google Cloud. Friday, the pretty breach of reported classified war documents. The documents allegedly reveal U.S. and NATO support for Ukraine. The New York Times first reported the incident on Thursday last week, citing military experts. The Times reported that some of the documents appear to have been selectively altered. Mandian's Hultquist said Russians within agents, rather, within Russia regularly leak realistic but fake documents. On several occasions, Hultquist said that they had planted fabricated disinformation embedded in real leaked data. Now, military analysts have been reported as saying that the documents may have been modified in certain parts from their original contents, in essence, overstating American estimates of Ukrainian war dead while underplaying the estimates of Russian soldiers killed. Now, meanwhile, the Pentagon confirmed it is investigating who may be behind the leak of the documents which appeared on Twitter and Telegram. Pentagon Deputy Secretary, Press Secretary Sabrina Singh said that in a statement that, quote, we are aware of the reports of social media posts and the department is reviewing the matter. All right. Going over to HelpNet Security, they reports that people reveal more personal information when you ask them the same questions a second time. So when your kid keeps on like asking you over and over and over again for something, expecting a different answer, well, maybe there's some validity to that. This according to a new research from the University of East Angela, Angela, Angela. That's a tough one. <laughs> We're constantly being asked to give up our personal details, whether it's being asked to subscribe to a newspaper, turn off an ad blocker, or uh, complete customer surveys. You may have received an email asking for a small increase in your monthly charity donation, or if you log into social media, it may ask you for a little more profile data, like adding your school or workplace. This can lead to a minor inconveniences such as junk emails or more disruptive personal consequences like identity theft, this said lead researcher, Dr. Pierce Fleming from the UAA School of Psychology, excuse me. We wanted to know more about why people share large amounts of personal information, particularly all over social networks, without protecting that information from unintended recipients. Advertisers, marketers, and social media gurus believe social, that repeated requests will lead to increased compliance. So maybe this is why we keep on getting repeated emails. Hey, can I have like 15 minutes of your time? So we wanted to find out about these, according to Dr. Fleming's quote, which I'm continuing, we wanted to find out how these repeated requests change our behavior and whether they can lead us to do things like sharing personal information that we otherwise would not do. Fascinating stuff.
From the Hacker News, the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, otherwise known as CISA, on Friday added five security flaws to its known exploited vulnerabilities, KEV. I don't know if it's pronounced KEV or KEV or KEV, but I think I'm going to go with KEV. Catalog, citing evidence of active exploitation in the wild. This includes three high security flaws in the Veritas backup exec agent software. Uh, this would be CVE 2021-27876, CVE 2021-27877, and CVE 2021-27878. Could lead to the execution of privileged commands on the underlying system. The flaws were fixed in a patch released by Veritas in March 2021. Uh, let's see. The... Uh, there's a list of the three here in the article if you would like to take a look at it. Now, Google-owned Mandiant, in a report published last week, revealed that an affiliate associated with the Black Cat, a.k.a. Alpha-V and Norberus ransomware operation, is targeting publicly exposed Veritas backup exec installations to gain initial access by leveraging those aforementioned three bugs. Fascinating stuff. Apple issues emergency fix for spyware style zero days. This according to Bank Info Security. The Apple issued security updates to address two zero day vulnerabilities being actively exploited in the wild and targeting iPads, Macs, and iPhones. The vulnerabilities were tracked to CVE 2020-23, excuse me, 28205 and CVE 2023-28206. The latest zero days affect iPhone 8 and later. I don't know if you can run anything less than an iPhone 8. All models are iPad Pro, iPad Air 3rd generation and later, iPad 5th generation and later, iPad mini 5th generation and later, and Macs running Mac OS Ventura. Quote, two different bugs are addressed in these updates. Importantly, both vulnerabilities are described not only as leading to, quote, arbitrary code execution, end quote, but also as, quote, having actively exploited, end quote, making them zero-day holes. This according to Paul Ducklin, a security researcher at Sophos, in a blog post. Now, first, the first vulnerability, because the out-of-bound write flaw designated as 28206 in Apple's iOS Surface Accelerator Display Code, any iOS application may be able to execute arbitrary code with kernel privileges. This bug allows for a booby-trap local app to inject its own road code right into the system. That's not good. Into the system kernel itself. This according to Dunklin. Ducklin, rather. Kernel code execution bugs are inevitably much more serious than app-level bugs because the kernel is responsible for managing the security of the entire system, including what permissions apps can acquire and how freely apps can share file and data between themselves. Now, out-of-bound writing refers to writing data before beginning of or after the end of a buffer. Now, while Apple says that it is, quote, aware of a report that this issue may have been actively exploited, end quote, it hasn't attributed such exploits to any specific crime, cybercrime, or nation-state group. The other vulnerability, 28205, is present in the open source web browser engine WebKit, which is used across iOS and Apple devices. WebKit is Apple's web content display subsystem. It says unpatched exposure to, quote, maliciously crafted web content may lead to arbitrary code execution, end quote. The WebKit vulnerability could give attackers control over a user's browser or any app that uses WebKit to render and display HTML content. 
Hemdale Security reports five new actively exploited vulnerabilities added by CISA to its catalog. We already talked about this. I believe that that is an error on my part as far as editing. So you'll have two references there in the show notes. Now, also from the Hacker News, over 1 million WordPress websites are estimated to have been infected by an ongoing campaign to deploy malware called Balada Injector since 2017. This massive campaign per GoDaddy Sukuri, Sukuri, quote, leverages all known and recently discovered theme and plugin vulnerabilities to breach WordPress sites. The sites are, the attacks rather are known to play out in waves once every few weeks. Quote from security researcher Dennis Singupko said, this campaign is easily identified by its preference for string dot from car code obfuscation, the use of freshly registered domain names, hosting malicious scripts on random subdomains, and by redirects to various scam sites. These websites included fake tech support, fraudulent lottery wins, and road capture pages using urging users to turn on notifications to please allow to verify that you are not a robot, thereby enabling the actors to send spam ads. Now we get to one of my favorite parts of the podcast episodes. This is the list podcast, the list portion. Today we've got five common myths around cybersecurity. This comes to us from Forbes.com. So I'm going to go over and start reading it. The starting from number one of the five common myths around cybersecurity. Number one, security measures are an annoyance. They create friction and turn customers away. Now, the author notes that they believe that this is less and less the case as people get hacked and learn the hard way that there is need for stronger security. And number two, we have other priorities that will divert resources away from essential activities. In fact, according to the author, security issues are more likely to turn customers away in the current climate. Maintaining a good security levels is an essential activity and may generate sales if you turn it into a competitive advantage and weave it into to your policies. It's too expensive. We can't afford it. Number three myth, basic measures don't have to be very complicated or expensive. You should keep it simple, my opinion. The simpler you keep your security uh, infrastructure and program, the easier it is to manage. That simple does not mean ineffective. Now, the author notes correctly, in my opinion, that incidents, on the other hand, are expensive to deal with. And with retrofitting security and privacy measures under duress after something has happened can be painful and expensive. And if you rely upon cyber insurance to cover these costs, it might not quite work out that way. Number four, it won't happen to us because we're too small. We hear this an awful lot. Small and mid-sized businesses often will say that. But as the author says, and I wholeheartedly agree with, this is now practically baseless. Cyber attacks and data breaches are now virulent than ever, and evidence abounds to show that they target all firms, irrespective of size. And according to a report in 2021 that the author references, small business may be even more likely to be targeted. Now, finally, it's number five. It's really not our problem because we're in the cloud. This is a misconception we come across as well, too, that just because that you offload your hosting doesn't mean you offload your responsibility. And as the author states correctly, businesses remain responsible 
for the security of their data and are liable to their clients in case of a data breach. So it's important that you take measures to protect this data even in the cloud. And then the article goes on to talk about ways that you can, in fact, increase the security of your small business. Finally, as listeners to this podcast know, I have started a new feature. We'll see how long it goes. So long as there's interest, I'll probably do it. I call it the shout out. And the shout out is to help promote folks that find themselves in between cybersecurity jobs, usually because of a layoff or something along those lines. And the idea here is to get their name out as best as possible to help with their job search. And if you're in that position in cybersecurity and you're in between positions and would like a shout out here on the podcast, please email me at greg at gregshafer.info and please put in the subject line, shout out. That way I'll be able to find it and schedule it accordingly. Today's shout out is for Brian Martin. Now, Brian Martin is a strong cybersecurity executive looking for a new FTE engagement or to help some lucky MSP level up their security consulting offerings. He's known for strong program builds, tightly linked to business needs, with a minimalist take on budget and personnel. If you need a fresh build or just a maturation of an existing program, Brian is available, and his LinkedIn profile link is in the show notes. And that's it for today. I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll see you on the interview tomorrow, and until then, Stay secure.